good afternoon and good evening. This is the Curious Anarchy podcast and we're bringing you another, we're going to do a Curious News today. Um, I'm your host, Jermaine, aka Curious, and I'm with uh, Mark, aka Content. How are you, Mr. Content? I am fine, Jermaine. And can I just remind you uh, about the famous building, The Lighthouse? Please do. So a lighthouse is a thing that, that in a stormy sea that sailors used to rely on for stability and, and guidance. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening in, Jermaine Gregory is that person. He is the lighthouse of podcasting. So if you're feeling a bit ropey about the past couple of days, this is exactly where you need to be. Oh, oh, now that's that's a really good setup. It's, um because I want to talk about this whole situation as it's developing, not necessarily, I don't know, I'm trying to find or figure out a way to talk about it. So are you talking about the rise in income tax? I'm, 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 sorry? Are you talking about the rise in income tax? Yes, yes, all of that. Okay. Um, and I just feel like there's a lot of miscommunication going on um there's a lot of what a lot of miscommunication going on sorry there's a lot of what i feel like there's a lot of yeah you heard me (laughs) 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 right clarity transparency um brilliant thank you great example right if you don't if you didn't hear something ask right um and I, I feel like there's a lot of he said, she said, they said, somebody, some little dicky bird said this and that going on in the media. And so we're being thrown all sorts of stories and I can fully appreciate why people really have these things that some people call conspiracy theories because the BBC will tell you one story, Sky News will say something else. The papers will say something else, you know? They all kind of fracture. Al Jazeera will tell you something else. Russia Today will tell you something else. It's exactly, exactly. So they say it's a well-known expression that the first casualty of any war is the truth. Mm-hmm. And now you begin to see why, because we start playing Chinese whispers. Did you hear what happened? The other- oh, my God, did you? And it's like, by the t- like there was pictures going out on the first day, which I, I think I felt victim to, of jets going overhead and it was US jets in a completely different place so so these things happen because people are desperate to find out the reality of what's going on around them because we are by nature curious beings that's why we call this curious muse because we are naturally curious Mm. the problem is where do you get your curiosity sated how do you get it satisfied Mm. Mm. and so the anarchy part of it comes in and then that kind of envelopes the aspect of self-autonomy and sovereignty and and real conceptual awareness around your own consciousness what's influencing you and what is actually your thought your feeling your innermost intuition if you like. um and so this series was created and so i ah, yeah there's lots just kind of flooding out of my mind right now and i just wanted to just speak 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 speak. kind of really shortly really because i I feel like okay so for example there's a lot of, of stuff going on like i'm looking at twitter right now they've got clashes with russian forces in capital city of kiev says ukraine 
then Reuters are saying, President Putin, in the name of humanity, bring your troops back to Russia. The world reacts as Russian forces invade Ukraine. And then we have um, BuzzFeed. Melissa McCarthy had the best response for Lizzo after she got cast as Ursula in The Little Mermaid of the Singer. It kind of really puts into perspective, like, what's really news? <laughs> yeah, um, um, the thing is that they they want to keep you hooked in. So, like, one of the biggest things for me is one of the greatest news outlets in the world at the moment is Rupert Murdoch. He owns so many different vehicles of news. Greatest and as what, in largest, you mean? Greatest as in uh, monopolizing, I guess. Yes. Uh, you know, controlling everything. And what he does is he disseminates in different ways. Like if you look at the Sun and the Times, you'll find very little in common. <laughs> but they, but they, but they have different target audiences. So how do you keep people amused? On the one hand, you say, "Oh, any uh, any statue pulled down is an affront to the history of the country," and then the other one, you say. Uh, now is the winter of our discontent. We need to be standing on the beaches and fighting. You know, so you, you change the format to suit the audience. Mm. And he he has links to Fox News in the United States. He has so many different forums that he's doing. And and one 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 linear process he has in his news, for example, is keeping Trump alive. You know, the story of Trump will not die while Rupert Murdoch is in charge of the press. Now, and I, we the, mentioned Trump, I just want to say briefly, because there was something else I wanted to mention, but I just wanted to on. mention this. He's come out, Trump, you know Trump's released a new um, social media app. Yeah, I'm yeah, not going to yeah. mention the name of it, but he's released a new uh, social audio, social uh, media app, and um, it was the number one on Apple for that day of release. Well, I mean, you know, it's uh, Scott. I don't GB know how to now. GB News was number one the day it got released. I mean, the question is whether it's number one in six months' time. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first day, everyone wants. To, it's like the first. If there was a new newspaper in town, they won't be buying it the first day. That's that doesn't mean they're going to buy it six months down the line. But and but, somebody you know, who's already been removed because there was a name that wasn't appreciated. Well, I'm sure, I and mean, that won't be the first time. And it will be, a, you know, they, it will not be a vehicle for free speech. It'll be a vehicle for free speech of what. Trumpites want to hear. Trump's round, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's Trumpite free news. It's like, it, you know, it's like it reminds me of so many things I used to watch as a kid, like TV shows for kids. Mm-hmm. You know, like and sort of like the dark side sort of stuff. You know, like where the um, Captain Scarlet and the Misterons. You know, the Misteron news would be like this. You know, like oh, only yeah. what they want to hear. Yeah. And yeah. and and also, you know, like some of the stuff I've been seeing lately. It's like it's like as if someone's given the Joker or the Penguin their own media channel. And it's like, wow, you know, like there's like literally nothing that wouldn't pass as news anymore. Nothing. You know, you could literally say um, a packet of Ariel will be the next president of America. And people, some people would believe you. It it wouldn't shock anyone. To be fair, thinking about it, like there was, uh, I think it was like a meme person, this guy um, in America that was actually I don't know how he he must have got nominated or something, but for the you know the presidential race, like at the very very early stages, his yeah, name yeah, yeah. and I was like, this is incredible. And then in addition to that, there was also Kanye. Like this is like wow, okay, yeah. like it it it's, it almost gives the perception that politics is accessible. I mean, it's successful up until a point. You know, you have to pay a lot of money to be in proper politics. But mm. I remember in the mayoral campaign in, in London, 
there was a guy that stood simply to stand against well I can't remember the guy's name the, you know the actor who turned quite right wing suddenly um, and this guy stood just to go get try and get more votes than him I can't remember the guy's name he was in um, he wasn't in like a TikTok star or something yeah something like that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. he became a TikTok star but and, and also I remember the thing that first got me was um a while ago, there was a guy in London who went on YouTube and he started rating all the chicken shops. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, you remember the that? chicken shop connoisseur. Yeah. Yeah. Shout and the one he, the one he gave, the one he gave the winning score to, whatever, it had queues around the block for two weeks. It literally had people queuing for yeah. like hours to get in to that chicken shop. And for the people that don't know, a chicken shop is a place, you, it's a fast food place. You go in, you, you literally, they throw three pieces of wings or something into a box and with a bit of you know, barbecue sauce and you walk out and there were queues for two hours to get into the shop to buy this chicken because he'd said it was the best one in London. And ch- chicken and chips. And he'd do... Whatever, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, yeah. I, nobody knows how old <laughs> he actually was. He looked like he was he about... Was he was at school. He was at school. Was he? He was at school. Yeah, he was still at school. I, I there was a rumour that he was like... No, no, no. He was at school. But he made billions of it. You know, he literally did. He made, he made bare money. But what I'm trying to say to you is that's how easy it is to access misinformation these days you hmm. can put anything out like i could do a channel talking just about the reality of what happened to tupac and, I and wouldn't that's, have not, the... that's not a slight on the chicken shop connoisseur it's no 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 how easy it is that it would have been yeah. if he had ill intentions to misdirect me. yeah but i could i could do a channel now on, on tupac and not know a single thing about him and make up any stories i want and people would still listen yeah you right I mean, the only reason they wouldn't is because I say I don't know anything about it. If I'd have pretended I knew everything, I was, I've was i got the inside gem. I met a man who actually he grew up with Chupac for 20 years and you know, he was his best friend and he saved his life four times. Yeah, suddenly, my channel would be overloaded. Because <laughs> I've said from the beginning, it's not true. No one's going to listen, but you see what I'm saying. Speaking about him by proxy. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, like, you know, the old, it's used to be the argument with, with people that support football teams and someone say, um, uh, we had Ronaldo's brother in our in our barber shop, and I'm pretty certain he's going to Grimsby. It's like, yeah. no, he's not going to Grimsby, mate. He's not. <laughs> you want to believe that? But, you know, so this is the kind of stories that come out of nowhere, and people believe this stuff. You know, guess what I had in the cab the other day? I had uh, Gaddafi's sister-in-law. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah Gaddafi's not really dead. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, but the thing is. This is how susceptible we are because we're curious to to news, and also it talks about how you get your information. Mm. Because because it's interesting that what I've noticed about the conflict in Ukraine is how few journalists are actually in the Ukraine, and the ones that are are mainly in Kiev, or whatever you want to call it these days. They don't call it Kiev anymore; they call it a different name. But they're all in Kiev. There was a time in Vietnam, journalists were all over the place. You know, they were they went everywhere in the, because it was like they wanted to capture the news. Mm. So we're relying on hand-me-down news that, that you know, like so. So they all sit in a hotel in, in Kiev, and whoever pops them up the news, that's how they're hearing the stories. Or the other source is, is through ministries of defence from all sorts of sides. You know, and it's just like that is not good sources of news if you want to get to the bottom of what really is happening. So it's like saying you want to get to the bottom of what's happening in Croydon. I'll either go to the mayor of Croydon or to some news seller that works in the West End who knows a lot of people that go down to Croydon. Yeah. It's like, that's not a way Speaking of getting to a guy that knows a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's that, again, it's, it's that whole kind of uh, Chinese whispers. 
Yeah. But you know what the most fascinating thing for me is? It's the lack of reporting. And we, you and mm. I have spoken about this. I think that's probably why we started the whole. You podcast, know, but... I, I, you know what? And I think that this is this is something that I think that as you speak those words it's kind of hit me now where I'm like, I don't think that there's a lack. It's like, there's so much, but so little fact. No, there's I find, no, I, I not think there's credibility behind but, a lot but of they're the, not, the but I'm talking about old school journalism, which used to be investigative. You know, you want to get I, to the bottom yeah. of things. I'll give, I'll give you one example. Yeah. I'll give you one right. example. So yesterday, Boris announced they would do, they would do curbs on, on um, a number of uh, oligarchs and a number of banks from Russia. And, oh, and, yeah. and, um, and also um, Aeroflot, the, the airline company from Russia. Right now, what he actually curtailed wasn't even like a hundredth of how many oligarchs are now British citizens because they bought the golden passport. Right, nine hundred people were did this since two thousand and fourteen, and they 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 hit like ten people. This is meant to be the massive, this is what everyone waiting for all day to hear this news. What was the response? What he's done is, is, is hit people that, that really aren't a threat. That the real bulk of the people that have got the money that are keeping Putin alive, you know, these are the big, big money. They're not even, they're, they're actually, some of them are in the House of Lords now. Mm-hmm. And, and you didn't hear at any point Boris say, I'm going to give the 200 million back that they put into the Conservative Party. <laughs> right. No, but, you know, my question yeah, is, that... where is the journalism doing this? Where is the journalism mm-hmm. that's meant to be doing all this? Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be a time when journalists, what well, their pride of doing the job, you know, it's like being a good teacher. The pride of doing the job was that you were hunting this stuff out. Do you remember the whole, I don't know if you're, you're too young, but you might know about the whole Watergate, the thing that brought down uh, President Nixon was investigative journalism, you know, getting a lead, following it up, and actually getting to the bottom of what really happened. Not giving up and going, you know what? Uh, I just think Boris is doing a great job. Really good. And that's not journalism. That's that's like fan club. It's not, it's, not, it's not journalism. And I don't care what side, you know, you and I, we talk about being anarchists. It doesn't really matter what side you're on if you want to get to the bottom of something that's, that's real or not. Yeah. Because, it, you know, in the end of the day, you want to find it because it's real, not because... You know, oh, my, my allegiance is to Jermaine, so I, I can't possibly investigate this. No, no, yeah. no, no. Get to the bottom of it. Because it's yeah. always interesting what you're going to find at the bottom and, and the stories that come from that. But where is that journalism? You know, it's just not there. So actually, I'm hearing these, these reports, for example, about how many oligarchs have been from other channels that are not mainstream journalism, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Because you think, why aren't they doing this? Even in a case like this, where in theory that they're all standing for Ukraine, if they're that that into it, why aren't they doing the investigative stuff? You know, I've heard a number of experts go out and say this, and no one's picking it up and reporting it. And it's like, wow, why aren't you doing this? It's it's either laziness, it's either the fact that the, the people that own them don't want them to do it, or or someone in someone's pocket. Yeah, they, I didn't want to say that. I tried so hard not to say it, Jermaine. Trust me, I tried so hard not to say it. But, you know, like, for example, one of the things of this crisis I heard today was Russia has like 700 billion pounds worth of gold. Right. Now, gold until recently was fluctuating quite badly. But when you have a war, the price of gold always goes up because you can't always carry money and stuff with you. But gold, you can always transport with you. Yeah. Right. 
So some people are reckoning that the reason that, that Putin's doing this because he wants to get more money because he knows he's going to get sanctions. Yeah. So the gold value rises hugely. God. Now, why am I saying this? I'm not a, like, I'm not a mainstream journalist. Why aren't people investigating this stuff? Uh-huh. I just don't. I just don't get the the lack of enthusiasm for the job. And, and you it's see, like, the thing is, is that it it literally makes sense because Russia has yeah, a yeah. lot of gold, and if they push the price up, by the time the you know they kind of exhaust themselves or they kind of get to a point where they're like, oh, you know what? Actually, we've had enough now. Let's call let's call this off. But when I we sell understand. that gold, they'll make that back. But Jermaine, I don't understand why. It's a bit like if I was a 100-metre runner and I go, and I, I don't really actually want to run today. I just want to sit down in the chair, but I still want to get the result of me being in the first three. If that's how journalism is today. It doesn't seem to want to do the actual footwork. Yeah. You know, put yourselves on the line. But I want, to, I want to end today's because it was a short and sweet one. I want to end today's to celebrate or to salute the 13 soldiers that were surrounded on Snake Island. I don't know if you heard this story. No. Uh, 13 Ukrainian soldiers who were surrounded by the Russian naval forces. Okay. Yeah, and the naval forces said, put down your weapon. And in true anarchy style, what these 13 Ukrainian defenders said was, fuck you. And then they all got shot to death. You know what? You got to, you got to attribute that because not a lot of people would have the heart or courage or bravery to do that. And that's amazing. That's the least those people. I remember years ago when people used to say it's better to die on your feet than live on your knees. Mm-hmm. And that, if that doesn't sum that up, nothing does. Totally. So I got a salute acts like that where people have stood up for what they believe in beyond the call of their duty. Um, and, and I got to honour people around the world, people like ourselves and people like them who are not about what all this mega money and mega profit and all that numbers but just about human beings and trying to look after their families and friends even to the point of, of effectively suicide because they knew they couldn't possibly win that mm-hmm. you've listened you've been listening today to Jermaine Gregory who is Curious Anarchy and who is one of the best podcasters you're ever likely to see or hear in your lifetime And you've also been listening to Mark Wilson, a.k.a. Content Anarchy, who is one of the most amazing co-hosts, I guess, host and co-host on the Curious Anarchy podcast, the number one podcast in the world of podcasting. Thank you all so very much for tuning in. This has been Curious Muse. (sighs) Enjoy your weekend. Find some time and space for yourselves. We love you. We appreciate you. Keep supporting us and we'll keep supporting you. Thank you all. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good night.